I went last year and uh, it was, it, I enjoyed it. It was challenging. Wasn't quite my, um, it was, it, it was on interpreting the scriptures and like looking at the church fathers and how they interpreted and how they were like very, <laughs> um, they, 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 they had, they had no rules. Like, mm-hmm. so it was, uh, I can't remember which one did this, but they would take, you know, like passages from Leviticus and Exodus describing how the tabernacle tabernacles to be set up. And they would just start saying, well, you know, uh, the, the two lamps, the, 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 the stands that are there are, are, is the light of the old Testament and light of the new Testament. I mean, they would just like assign all these like allegorical things, which to, then became tradition. Yeah. Uh, in, uh, in Eastern Orthodox, definitely. Yeah. Um, but that was, yeah, but it was like, it was wild because it's like, they had no, like I said, they, yeah. what, what, what came through and this was, and, and the presenter that, that said this was kind of like, this is not necessarily a critique, but it can be of our modern world, but they tended to, uh, believe I mean, sounds weird they really thought the bible was god's word like this yeah. was actually god speaking so everything that's in there is god speaking and so it's connected somehow all the way through christ in all of it and so they would just you know even if it, it seemed like a stretch and luther uh in some of his sermons does the same thing because it's the that was like the approach that they had and it's really for better or for worse, only in modern times that we've kind of like toned that down. Mm-hmm. And, and and the presenter was asking the question, you know, is that the right thing to do? Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I, I see the, the benefits of how the, the church fathers talked about it, but I also philosophically where we are as a culture and mm-hmm. society today with modernism and postmodernism, if you want to call it that, it's almost like I, I don't know that those approaches would be helpful uh, or as helpful, maybe. But yeah. know, it was it was a really interesting topic. I mean, even the, the neo nihilism comes into that whole aspect of things. Yeah. Right. The you know. Right. And and that would be that would be one of the questions is, you know, are they just assigning meaning to these things? Well, well they they are, but they're doing it with the understanding that God is the one who is given this to them yeah. for them to assign that. And yeah. so, yeah, but symposias are, 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 are good. Uh, I enjoy them. It's fun. It'll be, it'll be very Lutheran for you, but, um, you know, I don't mind that. Yeah. So, all right. Let's, I try to learn from everybody. I mean, good. yeah, we can talk about that later. Um, <laughs> yeah. you ready to go? Sure. All right, here let's we go. This. Hey everybody, welcome to the Two Chaps Podcast. I am AJ, he is Coleman, and we are ready to go for our next episode. And what we are talking about tonight, I know, applies to every dad across every background, state, what, whoever you are. Whatever, what we are going to talk about tonight, you need rest. <laughs> Let's talk about rest. And we're going to approach it from a biblical perspective. Like, what does it mean to actually 
honor the Sabbath and keep it holy, mm-hmm. scripturally, right, and and being in the Word. But then also, Coleman, we also got to talk about like how can we practically get rest as dads too? Yeah, absolutely. And the basis of this, uh, well, it, not just dads, but all men, all um, people, yeah, all, for sure, all all, all, all people. I just come from it from the dad perspective because the last five days I've had (laughs) a sick wife. I've had two sick kids. I know it's coming for me. So I'm, I rest has been minimal for me. We're like, Oh, and by the way, also played four softball games in one night because we kept winning. (laughs) (laughs) I know Uh, it's a, but like rest is not literally icing every bone of my lower legs for (laughs) until like 1am. I walked through the door at 1130 and just kept ice until like 1am. But anyways, yeah. So back to this whole resting because apparently we need it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the we talked about the order of creation, you know, and that that continues to be a, a theme throughout all of what we're talking about. And, and rest is actually in creation. Yeah. Uh, it is part of the creation. It's the seventh day. God rested. Um, and it's understanding that he builds that in. And obviously, later in Exodus, when uh, he establishes the, the Ten Commandments, the Ten Words, and expounds on that Moses expounds on it that this rest is built into creation for us because our bodies need it our and our souls yes. need it and ultimately um, where this goes to is and uh, the rest of scripture we'll get into this a little later but how uh, Jesus comes to be our Sabbath rest and that it's actually true rest is in him yeah. But yeah, th- this is a, a necessary thing. And we've we've talked about this before uh, in, I can't remember which episode, but we brought up, we've talked about holistic health with the army. Mm-hmm. And how the army recognizes that now sleep is actually a, a necessary component to your <laughs> physical funny. well-being. Yeah. <laughs> and your and your readiness. Yes. Uh, and so that, and I, I go back to, to thinking about, you know, when we, we plan for events and training and that type of stuff that uh, what we call the work rest cycle has to be accounted for. Um, and that's, that's not simply just sleep, but that is a part of it, especially if you're doing 24 hour ops and mm-hmm. going, um, you know, whatever the, the tempo and the pace of, of, of whatever mission or training exercise or whatever you're doing, but also just like work rest in a, in a hot environment that, yep. you know, there is a, there is a, there are doctrinal standards that say, you know, if it's, 95 degrees with 100% humidity, you work for 50 minutes, you take a 15 minute break, or I forget exactly the numbers, but they, they mandate that you, you have to take a break, break and drink water, because if you don't, you're going to, well, you could kill yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, understanding the importance of that need to be refreshed, renewed, restored, obviously physically, but uh, also spiritually. And I can't really say one is more important than the no. other because they both go together. Uh, and that's that's one thing to, to, to also realize about the order of creation, creation itself. Uh, we are, as, as people made in the image of God, uh, as those who have been created and descendants of Adam, we are both body and soul together. 
created from the dust of the ground, forms man, then God breathes into mm -hmm. him. That's what makes him a living creature. So both that rest for the body and rest for the soul are necessary. Yeah, and, and I think that's actually probably a great way to kind of frame this discussion, right, is that rest for the soul, like these two categories, these two avenues, how do we get rest for that soul, which we talked about, right? Ultimate rest comes from Jesus Christ. But then, like, the rest for the body, which if we're resting our body, then there's also the mental rest that comes with that, correct? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. there are, like, we talk about work rest cycles, and, and you know, if you're, you said it's not just planning for sleep, because if you come out of a high intense situation and it's like, okay, go to bed, well, no, it's going to take yeah. you a little while to, you know, mm -hmm. wind down, turn the mind off and get yeah. to a point where you can sleep and sleep well, because just closing your eyes doesn't necessarily really work. Right. It, right. It's actually getting into those deeper patterns of sleep mm -hmm. and and actually, you know, letting the body kind of restore itself uh, to a certain point. So um, when we talk about like the care aspect, right, that we're, we're uh no, I'm sorry. We start with nurture. nurture. Start with yeah. nurture. I don't yeah. know why I always jump to the middle one, but we're going to start with <laughs> yeah. nurture. Um, you know, in nurturing the living, okay, talking about rest for the soul, you know, we have discussed and talked about that, that, and we've talked about it, I think, often too, is, is the very simple command from Jesus, right? Come mm -hmm. to me. All you who are weary and heavy laden, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yeah. And then follows it with, take my yoke yes. upon you and learn from me, for I'm lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And so what I think is an interesting tension, I don't know if, or because it's, it's a contrast, but it's a, it's a tension. There is effort in coming to because Jesus says, come to me, um, take my yoke upon you. So there's something that is that is going on there. So there there's an active side of that, if you will. But uh, it is so that you might have rest. Mm -hmm. So there's this, this real sense of you have to establish that rest, if, if that makes sense. Um, I, 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 uh, when we talk about, well, and I think we'll talk about this passage a little later in Hebrews it says, strive to enter the yeah. rest. Mm -hmm. um, so that there is this, this sense of you, you have to set apart the time and the, in the yeah, well, time really to, to make that rest. And, and that's important for us. That's why when we go back to the command from uh, the 10 commandments, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy it was, you guys have to set this apart. This is a command from God. You're to take this day and you are not to do work in the sense of like your normal activities. Sure. Uh, you are to, as God did, rest and reflect on particularly him and his mm -hmm. work and what he's done for you and to be refreshed in that. And so when Jesus comes and makes this statement, come to me all who are, who, labor and are heavy laden, he is saying that rest that God was talking about, I am that for you, but you need to trust me with that. You need to cast yourself upon me mm -hmm. and, and, you know, there you will find 
rest for your souls. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard, right? And I think it boils down. I say it's hard. It's difficult because in our world. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's always go, go, go. Like there, I always joke and I always, you know, I need 40 hour days is what I need (laughs) to get accomplished what needs to be accomplished. Right. Yeah. But the curse of that is, okay, if you had more time, you would still fill it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why God says, remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. And so like, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but I am a scheduler. Like Mm -hmm. I like schedules. I like being on schedule. Mm -hmm. I do. I don't like surprises. I don't even like surprises for my birthday. I don't even really like getting gifts because I just, just like, if you got something for me, just give it to me. I just, I don't like surprises at all. And so I try to schedule everything, Mm -hmm. like everything. Like what time are we leaving? Okay. If we're leaving them, we need to be out the door by this time. Right. Like I know how long it takes me to get from point A to point B and like we're working backwards. Backwards playing. Yeah. But at the same time (laughs) for me, I also tend to. I don't like to use the term addictive personality, but in a lot of ways I tend to have it where I like almost get addicted to things that need to be accomplished. If that makes any sense. Right. I don't use the term in a way, but there's so many things going on where like, if I have a day like earlier this week where my wife is literally in bed all day, I take the morning off work. I'm with my kids. So I'm not getting things done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, start to feel that uh uh something's wrong right like something's wrong and Mm -hmm. for me i have to constantly remind myself like no if it doesn't get done right now it will get done eventually Mm -hmm. there's nothing that's going to end the world if i don't get it accomplished right Mm -hmm. this second right yeah the accomplishment is because and i and i think this we haven't really talked too much about this but i i do think for again, men and their their design as those who provide and protect, those are things that we can mm-hmm. measure and that we can say we've accomplished this, yes. and, and we're very uh, task oriented in that way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when things get thrown off, of well, did I you know make all the appointments I was supposed to make today? Did I you know? accomplish all the stuff that I was supposed to accomplish at work. Um, did I, whatever it, it was, it's more yeah, neurotic there's... for me though, man. Like I'm literally <laughs> scheduling time in the day to like, I have four different categories in which I have a book that I'm reading right now. And mm-hmm. so I have four different times during the day that I'm reading at least a half an hour and then check marking yeah. that it's done. You oh, know wow. what I'm saying? Like, wow. yeah. So I, when I say that I like schedules and I like, you know, and it's you ever heard the term idle hands or the devil's workshop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently I have taken that to heart because I'm like, <laughs> no, I will not be I you know, but there Ooh. is there is a reality where sometimes Adam needs to just go <sighs> Yep. And stop. Yeah. So there's there's this we're using words of wisdom again. Um, I know <laughs> there's, there's always, there's always two ways to Check go out wrong. that video on YouTube. If you haven't yeah. seen that one yet. Yeah. 
there's always two ways of going wrong. There's an error and then it's opposite as, as the commission and omission, right? Um, Doing well, it, yeah, not I mean, really. It, it, That's it's, a it's little re- bit. Yeah, off, it, off it could be, it could be related to that, but yeah. But in terms of like, if, uh, if we're supposed to go straight and we go right, uh, you know, if we go to use our, our compass azimuth, we're supposed to go zero degrees and we end up, we go, 90 degrees well going 270 degrees is takes us the wrong just, way still yeah it's still taking yeah. us because we're supposed to be on zero degrees yeah. so you have one way of going wrong well the the uh, the opposite of that is not necessarily the right way either you can go wrong in two ways so the on the one hand the the, the uh, idle hands are the devil's workshop which not technically biblical but makes there, no, I some, know, you know, yeah, but same thing as, you know, Lord willing and the Creek don't rise, not necessarily right, yeah, biblical, right, but yeah. it sounds good yeah. when we say yeah. it sometimes. Yeah. Um, but, but also to be overwhelmed and distracted mm-hmm. is the, the devil. If the devil can't, um, I mean, get you to give up the greatest tool in his belt is distraction. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's just, a, he'll, he'll just make you busy. And so that you, you think, and again, this plays on part of our design. You have to accomplish all these things and God can wait. God can be in the background. Right. You don't have Correct. to, you know, it's, it's more important that you uh, finish those papers or that you, you know, whatever. Write that blog, record uh, that uh, podcast, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, all then, of it is true. Yeah. Then to spend your time in the word or to be at church, you know, and, and all these things. And then it, it gets compounded later with other activities. It's more important for you to be at softball game than it is to be at church. Right. So not it was that, Monday not night. Was, okay. Okay. It was Monday night. <laughs> but but that don't is judge that, me. <clears throat> what's that? I said, don't judge me for playing softball uh, at you know. my age and oh my gosh. It yeah. I was hurting. I think my cleats are too small. I literally have bruises under both big toenails it was, oh, it was brutal yeah. it was it was brutal i needed to rest i came home i rested for a couple okay. hours and then got up and started the next day huh. but you know i i think that that is very important about the distractions and and recognizing distractions when they are there mm-hmm. something may be a good thing and or yeah yeah it may be a good thing but I also have heard and been told too much of a good thing can end yeah. up being a bad thing. Yeah. Right. And if it if it is something where we are devoting immense amount of time to, that is taking away from other responsibilities as a husband, other responsibilities as a dad. I mean, there have been times since we've started like Uncultured Dad and and you know the work that I've done on the sports blog, that Jess has come to me and she's like, hey. I kind of feel like we're roommates right now. And I was like, okay, I, you know, enough said, right? Like, yeah. that's fine. Like, I appreciate your support and letting me do this. I'm not working for like the next like five nights in a row at, at minimum. Right. right. And it's gotten a lot better. But there's also like keeping those priorities and perspectives tr- correct and, and making sure that you're not getting distracted, but you're still accomplishing what needs to be accomplished. There's also the other side of that too, where it's rest also includes recharging. Yes, right. Yeah, because 
Yeah, because I mean, you if you're if you're only going at fifty percent, that's all you're going to get out of somebody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you need that recharge, that refuel, refresh, renewal, regeneration. To, to uh, steal the <laughs> the quote that you told me so long ago that I remember vividly, you cannot pour into somebody's life from an empty right. cup. Yeah. You just cannot do it. So before we move into the nurturing and all that and we get to the spiritual side of things, let's talk about this physical rest. What do you do to recharge? So, well, I mean, physical side, obviously sleep is a big part of it. Um, But then there's also, and and this is, you know, built in through throughout the day. um, Prayer is is a big part of that as well uh, in terms of and that. That's a spiritual thing, but it's also a physical thing because when you pray, you actually have to stop and meditate and and you have to go, okay, I am talking to God. Even if it's a, 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 a rote prayer, uh, like saying the Lord's prayer, sure. You still, but you still have to stop and go, okay, pausing on that. Um, and yeah, so physical rest, obviously it's going to be sleep is going to be the best thing. Um, but then also recognizing, you know, and, and rest in, in this regard is a little, little different, but taking a step back from tense situations, uh, yeah. if you're a you know, in a meeting and things are not going well and you feel your heart getting up that you have to go, okay, wait a second. I need to go reset for a second. Yeah. Um, you know, and recognizing those types of scenarios where it's okay, I've got to step back and go, wait a second, this is, this is getting too much for me. I need to, I, I, I need to reset. Yeah. Um, a, a kind of strange one, but there's also this sense of, so if I'm writing a sermon or a Bible study or whatever, and you kind of get to this writer's block moment that you rest from that activity as well and say, okay, I just need, I need to go walk around the the office. I need to go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> need to go, go do a visit. Um, yeah. That's something that it's been kind of strange. And as you know, I work as serve as a pastor on the civilian side that there will, there will come points where it's like, okay, I do have a scheduled appointment and, and I'm working on something and it's just like, uh, whatever I put that aside, go do my visit. And then I come back and it's like, okay, everything is now clicking. So that, that change of environment, the change mm-hmm. of uh, pace for the moment that is, is a helpful way to reset and rest as well. But yeah. what are your, I, I read an article from the art. I think it was the art of manliness. Uh, this is a long time ago, but they talked about how resting doesn't always mean just sitting still. Like sometimes it does. Yeah. But but the the general premise of the article is like if you use one part of your brain and exhaust it writing or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and you flip to use the other side of the brain, that in an, in essence is a type. Of, so like if you're if you're cr- mm-hmm. being creative, uh, writing read whatever the case may be, and then you're like man I need a break, and you go out and start woodworking, right? Mm-hmm. Like though that it's a different activity and you're still moving and stuff, but it still is a type of rest. Um, for me, um, well, I'll give you an example. Chibolic. We both been there, Fort Jackson, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, (laughs) I wore this hat specifically for tonight because 
Monday through Friday at Chibolic, I mean, you're grinding. I mean, yeah. PT, wake up at, at 05, PT till, you know, 07, then breakfast, then you're in the classroom from, you know, 830 until 435. And I mean, it's classroom, classroom, classroom mm-hmm. learning, right? Um, so Saturdays for me at Chibolic, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. Like I, that was a rest day, but it wasn't, I didn't do anything. It was, we would have PT and I'd get up and usually it was, you know, a more fun PT, right? Like teen competition or something. And then three other guys and myself had a standing tea time at, you know, Fort Jackson yeah. golf club at like zero nine thirty or, or 10 o'clock in the morning. And we go yeah. play 18 holes. We go grab lunch at the PX. And then I literally was on my couch for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And that was like my recharge to get ready for Sunday because I don't view Sunday as really a rest day. I never have, you know, I yeah. grew up, <laughs> I grew up in a pastor's home. So like, yeah. and then, you know, I served as a youth pastor and, and now like I, I, I teach sometimes on Sundays. I'm sitting, I, you know, playing the worship band on Sundays. I never have viewed Sunday as like a, day off right right it's always been saturday for me so i've kind of and jess and i've kind of gone round and round on this a little bit but i'm like i i gotta have saturdays Mm -hmm. not not selfishly just like for like something that you know i want to do and i need to get away or anything like that but like i don't want to be doing a ton of work on saturdays i don't mind doing stuff around the house to like help up and clean and make sure that stuff's tidy but like can we try to avoid as many major projects, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. on Saturdays as possible? Yeah. Um, so, like, for me, like, golf really recharges me. Mm-hmm. I just, and most of the time, even just going up to a drive, I don't do it now that I have three kids and there's zero yeah. time. But, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, Tuesday night, Jack and I, right after dinner, we have a three-hole course that's, a par four and two par threes and he's got his little clubs and I got my clubs and him and I went up there after dinner and played those three holes and everything was great. Right. It's it's just a nice way to recharge. So, um, that's the extent of golf that I get in is a par four and two par threes at this point. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's just, just, just sitting for me. Like I sit all day in front of a computer. So like finding a way to like, sit comfortably on a couch or play around with the kids or you know yeah that yeah cooking dinner is also like i do all of our cooking at at Mm. home Mm -hmm. and that to me i i enjoy it one because it's a way for me to like serve my family when jess and i were first married um she was doing all the cooking and it was great and then one night she's like i hate cooking just (laughs) out of the blue right and i was like sweetheart why didn't you tell me that i just yeah. assumed that you like doing it because you just started doing it and like it's been great like i was like i will gladly cook right like i i wanted to learn how to cook anyways and i mean my entire tiktok feed is just all you know <laughs> cook different cooking wow. things okay. i mean not entirely but it's baseball highlights and that <laughs> and comedians um but i you know i do i do all the cooking and so after working all day i get to go up there and and cook and that is it's a nice like release most of the time i'll 
have my headphones on while I'm cooking and yeah. listen to worship music or sometimes country music. Don't judge me. But, you know, it just is, you know, a good way to like before we go into dinner, yeah. we all sit down around the table, we pray, we eat our food, and then it's, you know, family time. One of the, so in one sense that it's, yeah. What are, what are, what are activities that are, that refocus you maybe, mm -hmm. or, or they, that allow you to, to get that recharge a weird one for me. And it's, again, it gets back to the, that kind of, you have to make the effort and then the, the reward is, is there uh, washing the dishes strangely. Oh, uh, yeah, like I, I'm serious. Like I tell it Jess, becomes... I make the mess, you clean the mess up. That's <laughs> no, our team. No. But you know, there's a and 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 granted, it, there are, there are some days where it's like I really don't want to do this kind sure. of, and you know, um, but I, I find that when I start washing the dishes, and especially if I'm listening, so I usually have my headphones in and listening to podcasts or, or YouTube or something. Two chaps pod to review, make sure yeah. no heresy was spoken. No, um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll do that. And that that is actually, uh, you know, kind of a recharging thing because it, it, it is this pretty low intensity, like demand mm -hmm. for skill and you know, make sure the soap's sure. there, make sure the water's <laughs> hot, scrub it off, you know, make sure it looks clean. And, uh, or if it's just, even if it's just putting it in the dishwasher, I mean, that's even quicker, but hand washing the stuff. Um, and so there is a, a catharsis really yeah. in that. And then the other thing, this is, a, 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 and this is specific to, to married couples, but there is this sense of when God made Adam and Eve and God rested on the seventh day and they were there resting, they were resting together. Yeah. So there, there are activities, you know, playing a game, a card game or a board game um, with with Rachel, something that we haven't done. We we just came up with this this past week of, of wanting to start this, but watching The Office together. Yes. Now I, I can't. I disclaimer, you know, we're we're Christian podcast. Uh, and we come at it from biblical worldview, so not everything in the office can be endorsed. But I think it's a hilarious show. It, Rachel enjoys it as well. And so, like last night, we did it for the first time. We were just sitting, um, watching The Office, and then we were also we we're also folding laundry together. So yeah, you know, and, but but like okay, I get it. Yeah, we don't endorse everything in The Office, right? Because obviously. Right. <laughs> but again, going back to the whole like we had a a, dis, a Q and A from Uncultured Dad about cancel culture, mm -hmm. like we're also not going to throw the baby out of the bathwater bath because right. there's there's um there's a beauty to couples who laugh together, yeah, right. And there's yeah. there is a recharge. I mean, Jess and I do the same thing. Is the Office, you know, is right now we're watching Suits. Like it's just yeah. For me, those types of things, those are, I can turn the mind completely off. I don't have to, I'm not thinking through anything. I'm not debating anything in my mind. They just are an opportunity to let the mind yeah. melt a little bit, right? Yeah. But with all of this, and this moves into our nurture section, right? Uh, care? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I told you, five days of sick family, my mind yeah. is scrambled. We already did nurture. Now we're yeah. back to care, which I started with the go. first time. There you go. 
we need a Venn diagram or some kind of map to get through here. Yeah. Right. The care section. I literally yeah. just looked at it too. That tells you how <laughs> you need some, you need some rest. I need some rest and I will be getting go. it as soon as we get off of here. Yeah. But one of the key <clears throat> things about like, okay, it's great to say, yeah, we need rest and we need time to rest. I said it in my word of the day uh, a few weeks ago. And I think it's so beautifully put here. Even though it seems ironic, you have to be disciplined when it comes to rest. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we, we, we mentioned this a little bit earlier. It is so easy to get distracted. To get and, distracted. And it takes that discipline, again, that when Jesus says, come to me, take my yoke upon you, mm -hmm. learn from me. It's there is a discipline in that. There is a a, a following, literally being discipled. I mean, that's that's yeah. literally what he's talking about. Would take my yoke upon you it means become my disciple, uh, learn from me, become my disciple. And so there's that discipline that's necessary for it, and to find out that that is where true rest is. Yes, um, where true and and true rest beyond just the at, at, at the minimum, the refreshment, the renewal, the restoring, um, the, the forgiveness of sins that comes mm. from Jesus, the, the guidance and the new life, all, all of that. But also this, this reality of what does Jesus bring? Well, he gives the, the peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. And, and, and that, that peace especially the idea of shalom from the Old Testament of this wholeness that's embedded within the rest in that it, this is what Christ gives to us. So yeah, it in the care portion of it's it, of what we have to recognize on our own, the temptation is to write that off and to say, mm -hmm. well, that's not as important as doing this other thing or, and this is a, uh, one that's probably familiar to us, um, you know, going to the the church of, oh, what is, I, there's a joke and I can't remember, but saying like something like sleeping in because that's rest, so I don't need to go to church. Oh, bedside Baptist is what we call it. <laughs> it's like Our Lady, Our Lady of the, Our Lady of the Blessed, or the Closed Eyes or something like that, or it yeah, might be uh, for the Lutherans, but we call it bedside Baptist, especially, oh, okay. especially. And here's what's interesting, right? Especially since COVID, mm -hmm. because now what is every church service right. at 11 a.m. Yeah, streamed online. Exactly. Yeah, which gives uh, people the opportunity to be like, oh, I'll just stream it today, yeah. which, to a certain extent, is good. Okay, yes, because you're hearing the word of God preached, but at the same time could be argued that you're forsaking the assemblies of yourself together. It, 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 yes. And, and the community and, that is being built at that moment in time and it, the communal worship that is taking place, mm -hmm. it takes discipline. And I, I've said this before, and I will continue to say it. One of my favorite podcast people that I listen to is Jocko, and he says that discipline equals freedom. That if you want ultimate freedom, it comes from discipline. And I'll reference them again. Shout out Art of Manliness because apparently I read you all the time. But they just had a blog post out like a week or two ago that was looking at Hemingway's um, purpose for planning his weekends. 
and I didn't really, I didn't read it. I just saw the headline, but it was like Hemingway would plan his weekend out, right? Hmm. And there's there's truth to that. Because there needs to be a plan in place if you're going to be able to, you know, rest physically. But there also needs to be a plan in place of, okay, when I'm weary and heavy laden, how do mm -hmm. I get to Jesus? Yeah. How do I find, you know, do I just open the script? <laughs> do I just open the scripture <laughs> and then God's sovereignty, I'll get to, you know, what I need for my soul at that moment? Or is right. it, you know, do I... Do I flip on a hymn or worship song and then, yeah. you know, find the plan of, you know, that I've been reading in Scripture? I mean, yeah. discipline matters and discipline is important because ultimately discipline, not in the negative sense of, you know, being reprimanded, but in the, the sense of creating a plan and boundaries by which we – a path forward in a lot of ways yeah. creates freedom. A, a habit is kind of the yes that's the a great, way yeah. you know that it's um yeah and i was i was kind of sidetracked i was listening to to jocko's podcast today and he was talking about the how the seal teams build a certain culture you're welcome and it was, by the it, way for yeah introducing it was it was, it was fascinating to listen to but dis yeah discipline kept coming up uh because that built a good culture was if you're disciplined in this way and so anyway, um but yeah, the the discipline to to rest, the the discipline to to prioritize what is most important. Because yeah, the obviously God's word is is where He speaks to you. Literally, He had these words written down for us. They were preserved for us. They were inspired by the Holy Spirit. No no man ever prophesied by his own volition it was he was he was carried along by the spirit so these things are here for our our benefit but it is also part of the the discipline is how to yeah you're not going to open up a bible as and treat it like it's a um a magic spell book a I guess. roadmap to life oh <laughs> boy yeah. don't get me started yeah. on that one that drives yeah. me nuts yeah so, so you do have to, to understand, you know, what, where is, where is this? And I, I would point to, and we've, we've, there's a piece on, on culture dad about this, um, about the Psalms as yeah. being a, a place where you can find that, that rest, because these are literally the, the songs, the poems of, of, of God's people crying out or praising or whatever the circumstances, because you can find the whole gamut there uh, th these are words for us to use as well and you can find rest in them yeah um I, I who am just, i who have i on earth beside you and who in heaven yeah. right like I, obviously i'm butchering yeah. that one but like but you right at the end of the day yeah. like you yeah. are the god that sustains you are you know yeah and i mean so psalm 4 because i was thinking of this before we we got on and uh, verses seven and eight here, you, God, have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. And so to to remember that those words are for us, 
They're they're yeah. for our benefit, and that we find God does give joy. God does give rest. God does give peace. God does make us lie down and sleep. Lead me beside still waters. You restore my soul. Psalm twenty three. Um, that He gives these benefits, and so to be in His Word, that is that is part of the rest. But it takes discipline to do that, and it takes the discipline. Of, of whether you do that daily, um, you know, that's that's always a very good habit, always encouraged, uh, but definitely that you do it together in a community. Um, because that's, I mean, that, that's the other thing. We, Because the Bible is so accessible to us in our modern age, we forget that really the way the Bible started out, the way the Old Testament started out, is it was in the place of worship. It was mm-hmm. in the synagogues, or it was before that, it was in the the tabernacle, the temple, then the synagogues. And that this is, it, it meant the people were to come together and to hear this word and to be fed with it. That's what the Sabbath was all about. Well, now we have that with us here and we forget that, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be joining together with other believers. And that can be just in your home with your family, but it ought to be more than that because as Christians, we should be seeking other Christians and I, I know you hate this term, doing life together. With, <laughs> with growing in Be, community. Growing in community, yeah. Because we, we are. We're, we're bound together by God's word. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, of course, when you come over to, to the Lutheran side, you get to learn how to read God's word correctly. And then you, everybody, <laughs> you know, just getting... <laughs> got to got, got to throw it in there. Come I haven't on, quoted. Man. I haven't. I haven't quoted Luther yet, but I'm. But I'm about to. Uh, I know you so, are. I know you are. Yeah. But <laughs> so. but at the end of the day, like when we're talking about this care, right? And we're like, okay, like how do I get? Like at the end of the day, I know it is. We're gonna keep saying this word. It comes down to discipline because if we have discipline, and we go, okay, this is my plan. Then when distraction A comes up, you go, no, here's yep. my plan. Distraction yep. B comes up, you're like, no, 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 no. Here we go, yep. right? Yep. And it's, I, I, I hate to like make it sound like you gotta be a machine and have everything in order in order mm-hmm. to rest, right? But there is a certain truth to discipline and freedom yep. and I, and rest. And I, and I wouldn't call it necessarily a machine. Um, because I, I would call it a rhythm. And yeah, that's way that's, better. You're, maybe yeah. that's uh, way to wordsmith that for me. I you're, really appreciate you're, you're, that. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I expect the check. Uh, but this and this again goes back to the order of creation. God creating. God creates in a rhythm and establishes a rhythm. The mm-hmm. the dark yes. and the light, the night and the day, and, and so. Yeah, there's this rhythm includes that rest. And yeah, to it's really when you're avoiding that and you're going against that, that you're you're being undisciplined mm-hmm. in that regard. You're not being a disciple in that regard. Um, and you're you're fighting against what God intends for you as his child, mm-hmm. as a believer in Christ. Um, yeah, so. So I'll throw my Luther quote in right now. Um, you in, beat me. Yeah. 
Well, we talked <clears throat> we talked about the the small catechism. It's Luther's uh, what he would call the Bible in miniature. It's the Ten Commandments in it, uh, the the Apostles' Creed, the Lord's Prayer, and it explains those, which are kind of the in the in all Christian traditions. Well, not all, um, but definitely the Ten Commandments and the Lord's Prayer. The Apostles' Creed is recognized in most. Um, you know, are, are, are kind of the embodiment of what does the Bible teach? God's law, Ten Commandments, God's gospel, what he's done for us, the Apostles' Creed, our response, the Lord's Prayer. But in the Ten Commandments, he explains each of the commandments. And for the commandment, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. He says, well, what does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching and his word, but gladly hear it and learn it, take it to heart. And so he... Luther recognized that this rest was based around God's word and that, again, it requires the discipline to engage with it and to let, maybe even more importantly, let it engage with us. Yes, yes. Um, because as we, you know, Hebrew says, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, mm -hmm. piercing the bone, joint and marrow, bone and joint. Um, you know, and it's, and it is that, word that shapes and molds us, uh, convicts us of our sin, cuts it out from us, and then, but also points to the forgiveness of sins in Christ and raises the new man to life in that. And so that's that rest, that restoration, that renewal, um, refueling, if you want, that goes on. And that, that should be a, a daily thing is to, to return to that, um, to return to God's word, hold it sacred, um, uh, one of Luther's prayers. So I get two Luther quotes here. Oh, man. Uh, and, and I love this. He says, uh, Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them. It, 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 so that uh, by comfort of your holy word, that we may embrace and never hold fast the promise of everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But the, but the way he describes like what the word does, that we hear it, so it's active on us, that we read it, so we're, we're absorbing it in there, that we mark it so that our engagement, as, it's, as God's word speaks to us, we are, you know, marking it and saying, this is what God is saying. And this is, um, th this is building us up. And in that read, mark, and learn, that's forming in our own minds. It's it literally implanting it in us and then inwardly digest as if it's food to nourish our souls because a, a strange side of rest, and this is biological. Um, your rest is where your body is recovering. Well, your body mm -hmm. needs that sustenance to recover. So you have to be eating as well. Um, you have to be nourished in that regard. And so that, all those things complement each other. Same with God's word. So I'll let you throw your Luther quotes in now. No, no, I, I, I'm not even going to try and compete with, with you uh, on that one, which it's, it's interesting because then, you know, as we kind of head towards the, the honor aspect of uh, this idea of recovering rest, right? We have Hebrews 4, 16 through 13. I'm going to let you read that, but the gist of it is this. 
strive to enter into rest. Like it should be our goal. One, it should be our goal physically in order to refuel and refill and regenerate. But then spiritually and entering into that rest that Christ provides. Yeah. Yeah. And and so you have to remember in, in the context of Hebrews, uh, the letter to the Hebrews, uh, what the author of it, Paul, Luke, you know, whoever, both, they are both. Yeah. They are taking and expounding on what God revealed in the old Testament with all the, all the ordinances and commands and practices and uh, sacrifices, temple worship, all, all this of tabernacle worship, all those things. And they're basically saying it, it, the author t- is saying those were all prefiguring Christ. And now that Christ has come, he has magnified them and made them even greater. He is the great high priest who by his own blood has come into uh, the presence of God, the holies of holies. And he there intercedes for us even now. And so when we, as the the letter develops or sermon because that's i think we talked about this i think yeah. this was actually a sermon that was delivered was. um that there ex- the, this is expounding on all those things that god put into place in the past and, and bringing them to their full reality in christ and so sabbath rest is what he's what the author is talking about here so since therefore, verse six of chapter four, since therefore it remains for some to enter it, the rest, and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of disobedience. Again, he appoints a certain day today, saying through David so long afterward in the words already quoted today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken of another day later on. So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. And then, ironically, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Strive after. I mean, it, it conjures up ideas, right? Of um, I know we have in the show notes, Psalms 23, leaving yep. besides still waters, right? Which mm-hmm. literally means, <clears throat> excuse me, waters of uh, rest. It, it's... The Word of God is the source of our revelation of Jesus Christ by which we can enter into rest. Mm-hmm. But it goes yeah. all the way back to the garden, too, of trusting in that Word mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, when when it talks about this this striving to enter, I mean, there, there there's, that again, that, that irony. And that what gets them out of that rest is disobedience. disobedience. Mm-hmm. And you think about we I don't I don't know of too many people that talk this way, but you kind of referenced this last week. But opposites perhaps disobedience and discipline. Mm-hmm. 
Like they would seem to be, you know, if one, if we're going to contrast, well, what is, what is not disobedience, obviously obedience. Well, what is really obedience? Well, that's being disciplined. It's obeying. It is following. And so, yeah, this, this connection of discipline to strive, to enter that rest, to find yourself in Christ, to find yourself in his word, to let his word have its way with you. That's what the piercing that we talked about earlier does to us. It, it, it is the mortifying of the old Adam, the flesh in us. The word kills, the law that condemns us, shows us our sin, shows us our need for a savior, crushes that. And then the gospel raises us to life. And that's God's word for us, to us. And so this entering the rest is because, through the word. It is hearing that word, receiving that word being made, uh, as we kind of say, which is a, a rest term, being made passive before God, coming to him open with open hands saying, you are God, I am not, yes. have mercy on me, mm -hmm. help me. Mm -hmm. And and that's truly where rest is found because God says, you're mine, I got mm -hmm. you, I'm going to take care of you. Oh. And it's a daily pursuit. Right. Mm -hmm. I always go back to Luke nine twenty three. If any man wants to come after me, let him deny himself daily, yeah. take up his cross and follow me, which mm -hmm. takes discipline, which takes action, but ultimately results in the rest that is found that Jesus promised. Yeah. And and you brought up the uh, it leads me beside still waters. Um, the the Hebrew there, mm -hmm. the original is um, it has the term uh it has the name Noah in it, which is where it leads me besides still waters. It leads me besides waters of rest. The name Noah means rest. And because that was when the, uh, and I can't remember his parents' name, named him. They thought he was the one that was going to bring rest for the world, which in a sense it did because God yeah. flooded the earth and cleansed it of the wickedness that was external and outside. Now, Noah and his family still had the sinful nature in them. But for that time, it did give the earth the rest from any more wickedness growing uh, because there were it was just Noah and his family on the ark until the waters receded. So there was no uh, progenitating, I guess, no, no more people being born of that wickedness there. So God cleansed the earth in that that regard. So it did give it rest. And yeah, this, the same imagery comes out with Psalm 23 of, of what, who our shepherd is that gives this to us. He leads us beside still waters. And of course, that good shepherd is the mm -hmm. Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to encourage you with is to find rest and to find rest in Jesus Christ <clears throat> spiritually. We also want you to get rest physically, but ultimately your soul needs rest and it can only be given by the one who promised my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. And that's Jesus Christ himself. That's going to do it for us on the two chaps pod. We're going to send out our word of days via social media. So make sure you're following us on all the social media apps. I'm AJ. He is Coleman and we will see you guys next week.